everyone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast. Lee Stevenson here, Executive Director of Church Planting. I'm Danny Parmley and oversee Church Planting for Converge Mid-America. And uh, this is the Unfiltered Podcast, just real conversations about church and anything else that Danny and I feel like talking about. Um, but uh, we are kind of just continuing the pattern of just talking about church, virtual church, how things have changed in the midst of the pandemic. And uh, if we don't know the answer, Danny and I are going to make it up. Uh, That's what we do. It works every time. It, it, make it, fake uh, it before you make it, right? In our mind, it works. So <laughs> our, our listeners may be a little bit different. But uh, uh, a question for you, Danny, as we, we get started, um, I know for so many years, church planting, the focus was you feel like you're a real church when you get a church building. Yeah. Um, now part of the problem is we've got a whole bunch of church buildings that nobody can actually meet in. And, uh, and so, you know, our, our buildings have been used, uh, at least hopefully they've been used for churches that have buildings as an evangelistic tool. Um, how, how do you think this has changed? I mean, will buildings still be effective for ministry and evangelism post COVID? Uh, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, I um, great question, and I love talking about buildings and real estate stuff just in general. And uh, this is obviously fascinating now with um, exactly what you said, where we can't really gather in them anymore. So what's going to happen post uh, post COVID? One of the things that as I've been uh, discussing with church planners, because we have a number that aren't in buildings yet or have been kicked out of their buildings, especially movie theaters and schools, who have said, "Hey, I'm sorry, we just we can't take on the risk. We're trying to protect people." And they said, so I need to go find a building. What should I be uh, looking for? Well, a couple things come to mind in that. Number one is, is because so much has gone to virtual, it may be more important to be looking at where you can have some amazing studio space than the actual seating capacity of the church, where before it was like, wow, we found a place with 600 seats. Um, you know, you, you had to have good seats and a parking lot and good children's ministry, where now I would say, hey, maybe on that list, you really ought to be looking for studio space for where you're going to be able to record and edit and your, you know, uh, the, the production element of being able to put your stuff uh, that's online. Not that you, the, those other things aren't still important, but for some people that might even be the number one thing that they need to look at. The other thing is I think that it opens up opportunity for a lot more shared spaces. So in other words, you could collaborate with other churches because you're not fighting maybe as much for that space during that 1030 on Sunday. Even if you go back to in-person services, I just feel like there's opportunity for more uh, collaboration here. And then the final thing that, I'll, that you know, has, has come to mind is that I do think that church buildings may then be used in other ways throughout the week. And this goes right back into community engagement. So if Less of the focus is how you're, you know, producing the Sunday service. Uh, it might open up some different opportunities for the building to be used for other things, whether that's, you know, social needs and food distribution or tutoring. Now that school is all up in the air, um, maybe there's some sort of daycare because parents need a different way to kind of work from home. I don't know. I just think that there's going to be a lot more possibilities for the for church buildings to be used uh, differently. I do think we're going to have to figure out how to maximize the facility usage throughout the entire week and uh, how to how to how to leverage partnerships for the community in the way that the buildings are are used. 
the interesting thing will be, will that create other tax issues for churches down the, down the road in a post-COVID? Um, it could. Um, and so I think that's something that churches will have to navigate a little bit, when, it, especially if there's some type of financial beneficiary to the usage of the facility. Um, I, I also tend to think that, um, and you, you began to touch on this a little bit, we'll probably see a different church building designed. Um, the, the kind of traditional usage of a facility will change significantly. And so um, I think people, when they do come to building a facility, they're going to think differently about the capacity and the overall usage in the way that they even design the building. Right. And obviously it depends on how long COVID goes, but for me, I see, again, more opportunity for multi-site and church planting instead of trying to continue to work your way up to a 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 person auditorium where, hey, we can do more people in, in smaller spaces. And especially if we go to, all right, that the home site, so to speak, is the 100 person room that has the state of the art cameras broadcasting everything uh and all of the other sites can be i mean they could be micro sites of five to ten people gathering just like you said and maybe it's even in completely it's hundreds of miles away but you just needed that one site but you're making disciples uh so much less based on trying to get as many people as you can packed into one auditorium uh, type of thing on a, on a Sunday. Which honestly would really allow you to maximize your budget in a much more unique yeah. way, you know, to yep. put, put it towards more specific ministry and operations versus just into facility usage. I know. I mean, think about renting a 4,000 square foot, whatever storefront uh, that only had 75 to a hundred seats, but uh, you had to invest $50,000 in broadcasting equipment. I mean, and I think that's even a high number. I mean, you could just get whatever you needed to do it. Well, that's still going to be less expensive than building multi-million, you know, buying 30 acres and paving an entire, I mean, you'd be able to do ministry much more effective. And then you have that multiplication factor as well, too, where now you are relying on the leadership of whoever's in that local, whether it's a campus pastor, whether it's a church planter, or even if it is a volunteer leader who's saying, hey, I'm taking these 12 people. We live in this small little town, but we feel connected to this larger movement here. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've said it a little bit before. This, this is the season for the apostolic leader. Um mm -hmm to uh, take as much ground as you can, leverage your strengths and your gifts. The, the church in this need, in this season needs you as an apostolic leader to step in and, and help. Yeah. And going back to your question, so do I think that buildings are going to be important? Yeah, I actually do. I still think that buildings communicate um, Permanent. longe permanency, longevity. It also gives you the freedom. So I know a lot of church planners are doing borrowed space right now to do their live stream. Like, hey, we're borrowing this other church's basement. We've got a setup and we've got a takedown. Whereas even if you had a smaller space, it's yours. You own it 24-7 because now we're talking way beyond just Sunday services. Hey, we're going to record our discipleship curriculum. We're going to be doing our small groups from here. We're going to do a chat. We're going to have all the leaders come in and so you can meet them all. I, I mean, to me, the possibilities are endless. You're just having to look at, okay, well now I need, yeah, just, just the space is used different. But if you 
own it or you have the access to it 24 seven, it's still an important uh, kind of component to it. So yeah, no, that's great. So, I, so I'm still a huge favor of buildings. It just may be yeah, a little different than before. I think it's just being sharper in the way that you go about building or using a facility to maximize your effort mm -hmm. within the community and beyond. Yeah. Well, thanks, Danny. I appreciate your thoughts and been fun conversation. Just dreaming about what could the future of post-COVID church buildings be look like, and uh, I'm kind of curious to see what actually becomes reality on the on the other side of this. So, uh, this has been the Unfiltered Podcast. Until next time, please keep it real. 